frontline teachers have been speaking out recently about violence in the classroom right across the province. We heard a lot of that in the election campaign. And you won't get teachers speaking out very often. And, and that's generally because they don't want any union backlash. But this weekend, Sue Ann Levy of the Toronto Sun has an explosive piece coming out. She says we'll expose a growing problem in schools, in particular one in Toronto, where kids as young as five are attacking teachers verbally and physically and being told not to do anything. She joins me now. So and there's a lot of discussion about what goes on in schools. And, and you know, in the last, uh, I guess, in the last six months, we heard a lot of union rhetoric about teachers uh, experiencing violence and such in the classroom. But that's not all that's going on. Oh, God, for sure not. Uh, it's not just violence, but it is a total abuse of teachers, uh, total disrespect for teachers uh, from kids as young as five years old, believe it or not. What, what is it that, so you, you spoke with a teacher, um, and yes. this will all come out in the article, and why did she want to speak out, first of all? He wanted to speak out, and it's a he. And it's a he, which um, is, in itself is unique because there's not that many yeah. male teachers. In the elementary panel, for sure not. He mm-hmm. wanted. He came to me, he wanted to speak out because he's sick, he's absolutely sick with what's happening in the schools. And, you know, his experience, he's been a surplus teacher for uh, a number of years, and his experience has been pretty much similar in all the schools he's gone to, and he's changed schools pretty much every year. And, you know, some of them are in, you know, pretty impoverished areas with a mix of kids. Mm -hmm. But uh, the experience has, you know, he's seen it from school to school, where kids are acting out, come from troubled families, have behavior problems, are assaulting teachers verbally and physically, and there are no consequences, Alex, no consequences for their behavior. So let's uh, talk about the Wynn government for a minute and their progressive discipline policy that they brought in in 2013, which has been taken to the max, and this is a Toronto School Board teacher, by the way, uh, taken to the max by the Toronto School Board. So uh, what it's done is it's actually rendered uh, teachers um, impotent in many ways to level any sort of discipline, to not to uh, speak to a a student, uh, a a troubled student, not to reprimand them, not to uh, touch them in any way, not to discipline them. And in many cases, and certainly in the case of uh, this teacher, the principals uh, are no help whatsoever, do not have the teacher's back. So this is the kind of stuff that we hear down in the United States. Well, I think it's actually worse. Uh, because I'll tell you something. I was saying to this teacher, because I went to uh, the school where he taught in the last year to take pictures today, and I, I'm going to tell you something. It was very interesting. When we were at the school, uh, the character, one of the caretakers came out, and he pretty much echoed what the teacher had said about what's happening in the school with respect to vandalism, constantly having to replace doors that cost $1,500 to replace, broken windows, uh, all kinds of stuff. They've used up their budget just fixing up the school from various incidents. So that's terrible. And there are, again, no consequences. But what I said to these two gentlemen when we were talking this morning is that I was just down 
you know, I have a house in Delray Beach, and I was just trying to use uh, a, a school near my home to run, do some speed work for when I was training to go to Israel. Right. I got there. there was, I was greeted by a man on a golf court who was patrolling the parking lot, and he you know, asked me what I was doing there, you know, I was a strange person, and essentially I couldn't use the track because it was locked up. So they've gone the opposite direction. Surely to goodness, there's got to be a happy medium. Right, but this is obviously a mandate coming down from the past government, and, you know, is this one of the areas where there had been police in schools and they were taking it, taken out? Uh, not, I, I'm not sure about this particular school because I think most of the um, school resource officers were in high schools um, in the Toronto School Board. But, of course, you know in the past yeah. year, uh, the Toronto School Board, even though they had put us uh, out a study, and the study had been returned saying that um, the school resource officers were a welcome addition, that teachers and principals and students all felt safer by having their presence in the school, yeah. uh, the Toronto School Board, the flakes on the Toronto School Board decided to end the program. So that doesn't help either. There's no police presence, no kind of presence that offers a sort of mentor, someone to talk to. These people were, these police officers were part-time social workers, part-time parents, part-time mentors, and they're not in the schools anymore either. Right. And, and it can't be that they're the only teachers experiencing this. No. Uh, this teacher is just brave enough to come forward and talk about it, and he pulled no punches. And I'm, you know, I said he was a very courageous guy, but I suspect, Alex, that once the story runs on mm-hmm. on the weekend, that other teachers will come out of the woodwork, either anonymously or want to use their names. I've well, where's the union the... here? I mean, you got to ask, where is the union? They're nowheresville because I asked that question. You know, uh, Elementary Teachers Federation of. Ontario. And I was thinking about it when I was driving uh, back from the school this morning. I was thinking, you know, they're very radical. They're really involved in protesting and social justice, but they don't uh, care one bit about justice for their own members. That's the big irony. In this case, they called in the union. The union steward came in, looked around, um, and, and left, and, and, and left doing nothing. Doing nothing. And I want to tell you another thing. Uh, they have these, the Toronto School Board has these uh, safe school principals uh, that come in and are supposed to assess the situation. They did nothing either. Okay, so they're all up in arms right now about the sex ed curriculum because they say that the students are in imminent danger. But it already sounds like there are these issues in the school that are actually happening, and yet we hear nothing of it until well, I- now. You know, I had a laugh when I heard the hysteria in the last couple of days about the sex ed curriculum. And, you know, being a, a gay woman, openly gay now, uh, I thought it was a little bit over the top. I thought it was rammed down kids' throats far too early. So I had my feelings about it. Uh, but, you know, I, I laugh at the hysteria because there are far bigger problems in the school right now. Kids can't read, they can't write, they can't do math, and they certainly aren't learning in a safe environment. Well, that's, um, I, I, I'd like to say I'm surprised. I am not. I'm just glad that uh, a teacher felt that they could come out because they don't speak out. So for them to come forward, uh, I think, speaks, speaks volumes. This guy, I don't want to yeah. give away, yeah. but there's a very interesting twist to all of this. You'll read in the story. So I hope everybody will read it on, I believe it's running on Sunday, and I hope everybody will, will read it because it's pretty powerful. Absolutely, and uh, we will tweet it out. Sue Ann, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Alex.
Sue Ann Levy joining us. And of course, that will come out over the weekend. And we've been hearing uh, this kind of increased talk for a while now. Um, And I do hope that teachers feel like they can have a say and that they can speak. It can't just be about one issue of sex ed. That's not the only thing that is going on in our schools right now. Um, And so I think there's a few things going on that I hope get corrected. In fact, I'm hoping with this change in government, we return kind of back to the basics where teachers actually feel like they have a voice and can actually do things like discipline, um, not to be parents, but to, to actually, you know, help your kids understand that there are rules, there are consequences. We can't keep telling children and giving kids whatever they want. You can't just tell my kid you're going to win. Everyone's a winner. That's not what life is about. It's not realistic. You got to arm these kids with the tools they need in life. And if you've got them running around the classroom, beating up uh, their elders and, um, you know, fighting back and that, what are you teaching them? When I went to school, if you spoke back to a teacher, my God, your knuckles were red for a week. I'm not suggesting that comes back, but certainly discipline is, it's not asking much, is it? This is Global News Radio.